your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. I am your host, Carlo Gonzalez, and I have good news for everybody. The Golden Knights beat the San Jose Sharks 6-0, and that will complete the season series sweep against the San Jose Sharks. They are 8-0 against the Sharks this season. And, you know, it's always, like I said, like I said last episode, it's always nice to beat the Sharks. But there's also bad news. The Colorado Avalanche also won 6-0 against the LA Kings. That means the LA Kings needs to win tomorrow night if the Vegas Golden Knights wants to win the West Division and the President's Trophy. The President's Trophy is between the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights now. The Toronto Maple Leafs cannot win it, and the Carolina Hurricanes also cannot win it. It's literally between the Golden Knights and the Avalanche. Today I'm going to quickly talk about the game that just happened on Wednesday night between the San Jose Sharks and the Vegas Golden Knights, and my takeaways from that game. I am also going to talk about the season that was, the 2021 season. I'm not even going to call it 2020-2021 season because... We didn't really play in 2020 this season. And uh, after that, I'm going to talk about my five stars of the season, who I thought were our best players throughout the season. But first, let's go back to the quick uh, recap on the San Jose versus Golden Knights game. The Vegas Golden Knights shut out the San Jose Sharks with Marc-Andre Fleury in net. Uh, that is his sixth shutout of the season, and I think he passed... Patrick Waugh for the all-time shoutouts record in their careers. Marc-Andre Fleury also clinched his first Jennings Trophy, which is an award that goes to the team or the goalie pair that allowed the fewest goals throughout the season. Obviously, Robin Leonard also gets a share of this award. This is Robin Leonard's second uh, Jennings Trophy, where he won it back in 2019 with the New York Islanders. Robin Leonard was also a Vesna finalist that season, as he was the main starter. Winning the Jennings Trophy would make you think Marc-Andre Fleury has a very, very strong case now for the Vesna Trophy. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later after I recap the game, but he is starting to really look like probably the favorite now to win that trophy. Anyways, the San Jose Shark actually started uh, Melinchuk at goal, which surprised me. This was his, actually just his second start of his career. He is a rookie. I think they just wanted to see what he can do. I, I'm i surprised he didn't start Kozanash, which I think had a pretty good season as a rookie. I remember the last game we played against Kozanash. He had a really strong performance against the Golden Knights. Obviously, I don't think the San Jose Sharks gave Kojanash puck support that game. 
at, especially today for Melanchuk. He did, he did, the San Jose Sharks did not score any goals. The Golden Knights really controlled the game early and just poured it on, scored three goals in the first period and never really looked back. The Golden Knights actually, I thought they kind of pumped the brakes by the third period and ju- was just trying not to get hurt. Uh, the minutes were divided pretty well. They didn't really want to over compared to especially compared to the game against Colorado where a lot of players were above 20 minutes there's only one player tonight that had over 20 minutes and that's Nick Hague who had 22 everybody else was below 20 minutes a big notable play ice time if you look at the ice time is Alex Stuck who actually didn't play any of the third period Pete DeBoer was asked about it after the game, and he said that it was just a precautionary uh, thing. Alex Tuck had a small tweak, but since the score was the way it was, they just chose not to play Alex Tuck. He said that if the game was close or the game was very important, Alex Tuck probably would have played. So that's a huge sigh of release. Relief, not release. <laughs> um, there's also Petroangelo's second goal in two straight games. Petro's turning it on at the same time. It's, he had one goal, but he also had a few other really good chances and opportunities, and Petro's really turning it on at the right time. I talked about this last week, and he just continues to trend. Another story that came out of this game is Dylan Sakura's two goals. That's actually second and third career goals as Sakura scored a goal in... Chicago last season, not the Chicago Wolves, the Chicago Blackhawks, where he played in the NHL. Dylan Sakura is actually still second in the Henderson Silver Knights in goals, who was passed by Danny O'Regan, who's having a hot streak right now. And he, Danny O'Regan just recently passed Sakura in goal scored. Am I expecting Sakura to get a lot of playtime during the playoffs? It depends. Uh, hopefully... Max Pacioretty and Thomas Nosek is healthy enough to play by the time we start the playoffs, which is probably going to be Sunday. Hopefully those guys are healthy and we don't have to see Sakura. I don't mind seeing Sakura again because I think he had a really good game today. But hopefully we get Max Pacioretty instead of Dylan Sakura because I'd take Max Pacioretty any day. I would even think they were going to call up uh, Cody Glass, as I mentioned last episode where I think they're going to call up Glass since there is no cap restrictions. They, it could happen as soon as Friday after the after the Henderson Silver Knights game tomorrow. Now, this is also quite possibly Patrick Marlowe's last game in the NHL. I'm, I'll be very surprised if he actually comes back next season. He, he got his record for most games played of all time. And his play has really declined because of his age. I, I'll, like I said, I'm going to be really surprised if he comes back next season. I don't think the San Jose Sharks can afford to really keep him, especially with the contracts they have. And they really need to go younger. I'm not sure if any team is going to give him a contract. But much respect to Patrick Marlowe. The rivalry aside, he is he is a Hall of Famer. And it's it's an honor to watch him on his last game 
if this was his last game. He actually had he actually almost beat Flurry in a breakaway, and uh, but Flurry got him tonight. But anyways, the Golden Knights since the Golden Knights won and the Colorado Avalanche won tonight, the President's Trophy in the Western Confer uh, Western Division Championship actually comes down to tomorrow tomorrow's game between LA and Colorado. I actually, I, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll actually notice that I have become a temporary Kings fan for the day. I changed my profile picture to, with a Kings logo and everything, but I we really need the LA Kings to win tomorrow, and I'm pretty sure a lot of the Golden Knights fans and a lot of the Golden Knights players will be tuned in tomorrow, and it'll be uh, it'll be decided uh, if we play. If we get home ice throughout the, the the playoffs, and if we play St. Louis or Minnesota. So, when I talked about it last episode, what the Golden Knights needed to do, they pretty much hit all the boxes that I talked about. I They needed to score goals. Well, actually, I take that back because they didn't score in the power play, and I said that they needed to really, really fix that power play. Um, that is still my biggest worry going into the playoffs because you need to take advantage of the power plays in the playoffs. The good thing is that there will be more five-on-five in the playoffs. The referees will swallow their whistles more during the playoffs, so there is more five-on-five time in the playoffs, which the Golden Knights has shown that they can score and keep the other team away from from scoring on their power play. Dmitry Filovic just came out with a crazy stat on Twitter today where he says that Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson has played 53 min- minutes shorthanded this year and they're actually up 1-0 when both Stevenson and Stone are on the penalty kill. That's that's crazy. So I I am very confident in the Golden Knights penalty kill, but the power play still a work on progress. And when you're working on, when you're still in work in progress at the end of the season, that's not a good look. Um, so I want to move on to talk about the season that happened. But first, let me tell you about Wealthfront. I know investing can be complicated, but whether you are a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. Alright, the regular season is now over, but before we move on to the playoffs talk, uh, which I will cover tomorrow once we know who we actually play, I want to just recap the season that was. Uh, It was a crazy season 
obviously it's not your ordinary season as the whole COVID lockdown and protocols happened. Uh, the Golden Knights was not immune to the COVID bug as they got shut down very early, actually, in, in January. And they were shut down for about a week. And they had to postpone a lot of games and and all that. With And there was a time when Alex Petrangelo was in COVID protocol. And then there was Thomas Noshik. And it was just a, a season filled with adversity. And it's it's not just on the Golden Knights. The, the Vancouver Canucks famously had about three weeks off, I think, because of COVID protocols. Because it was, it was really, really bad over there at Vancouver. And because of that, they actually play regular season games while the playoffs is happening in in the United States. The the Vancouver Canucks and the Calgary Flames is actually going to play some regular season games while there is playoffs happening, which is uh, it's not normal. Obviously, the the Flames and the Canucks are not going to be in the playoffs, but they they're just going to finish finish off the season. I seriously thought that they should have at the time when the Canucks were were out and the situation in Vancouver was just just drastically bad. I personally thought they should have just shut down the season because of player safety and stuff. But they got it figured out. I think Canada is about to get their vaccines and everything should be back to normal soon. Most of the US teams are getting their vaccines and the playoffs should be it should go smoothly and there should be crowds allowed in the arena which is very exciting i remember early in the season when there was no crowd and there was a fake crowd noises looking back at highlights it's it's so different especially now that watching the game on sunday with vegas having 50 percent capacity the crowd having the crowd is just feels so different and gives really the game a lot of life even in the small capacity uh on the game against sharks in in california where i feel bad for the california teams where they finally are able to have crowds in the arena and well they're not in the playoffs they're just kind of pointless they, they, they have like four or five games with a crowd which you know they they should have played better and get the playoffs but anyways, the Golden Knights season is if this was have this if this would have been an 82 game season, it would have been one uh probably the best season the Golden Knights have throughout his young French uh, young history. I think the season is gonna have an asterisk on it. I'm not sure if they're gonna do that on the Stanley Cup, but records and all that they're going to have an asterisk on it, which makes it even ridiculous how Connor McDavid had 100 points. But I'm not here to talk about Connor McDavid. We're here to talk about the Golden Knights. If Mark Stone... is Mark Stone was this close to beating his personal record in 53 games. He was, His own pace actually have over 100 points. Max Pacioretty scored his 300th goal this season. Also was on pace to break his personal best in both goals and points. Max Pacioretty would have gotten his first 40-goal season this year if his if it was an 82-game season. Obviously, we don't know injuries and and slumps like that, but his pace was to get over 40 points. Obviously, another highlight of the season is Mark Andre Fleury 
passing Roberto Luongo for third overall. Now he's about 40 games behind Patrick Waugh, who he idolized when he was a kid. And you wouldn't ha- Fleury wouldn't have this chance to pass Roberto Luongo if Robin Leonard didn't get that injury in the middle of the season. Granted, I never like seeing players get hurt, but this really kind of made Flurry bloom with, with, during that time when when Leonard was hurt. Flurry really stepped up, and is and you, you thought that the 2017 season for Flurry was good. This season is probably his best out of his career. I think he is gonna. If if Fleury is not the favorite for Devesna right now, I'd I'd be surprised. If you look at the candidates right now for, for throughout the season, Vasilevsky, it was it was Vasile- between Vasilevsky and Fleury for majority of the season. Vasilevsky ended the season really low. He he, I think he lost two in a row against Florida. His He's lost a few. He has allowed a few goals, and his stats went down. And he hasn't really looked good the past few games. Well, Flurry, it's a nine-game point streak with a shutout, and has under two goals per game for the season. He he ended the season with 1.98 goals allowed per game, with a 0.928 save percentage. Other candidates is Verlamov, who had that great stretch of three straight shutouts. Well, you. You really can't count that out, but throughout the season as a whole, I think Fleury is better than Varlamov. And there's Soros, who came out of nowhere and really dragged the Nashville Predators to the playoffs. I wouldn't say single-handedly, a lot of their offense really just woke up, but Soros had a poor start of the season. While Fleury did have that three-game slump, Throughout, he he was very consistently one of the best goalies throughout the season, and I think he should be the favorite to win the Vesna Trophy. To be honest with you, and if he doesn't, and especially him getting the Jennings Trophy and ended the season with a shutout, that's gonna leave a lot of good marks and and a good impressions for the voters. The Vesna Trophy is going to be voted by the general general managers. It's not by the media. So they're going to vote who they think is the best goaltender in the league. And to me right now, it is Fleury. We also know that Fleury is a very, very well-liked player throughout the league. So I, a lot of people might vote for Fleury just to give him that Lifetime Achievement Award kind of thing. You know, it's he it, he's been such a good goalie for his whole career and he never really finished top four ever in his career and this he was close in 2017 but he his injury really kind of deterred a lot of the voters um another thing about the season is the the dominance of the vegas golden knights against the bottom teams in the division they 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 swept the San Jose Sharks. They are 7-1 against the Ducks. And against Arizona, I think they're 6-2. And, and the Kings, I think they're also 6-2. And two. And, oh, and the Blues. They, they just dominated the bottom half of the, of the division. The only team that has a winning record against the Golden Knights is the Minnesota Wild, 
who we probably most likely are going to play in the first round of the playoffs. The Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights are tied uh, four win wins each. And it's only fitting if, which I think is what's going to happen, is both those teams is what Vegas have to climb to get uh, in the playoffs. They're going to have to play Minnesota in the first round and then probably probably play Colorado in the second. Unless the Blues, who the Blues are actually playing really well lately. If they pull an upset on the Colorado Avalanche, I wouldn't mind it because I feel like the Golden Knights played really well against the Blues this season. And if we have to play the Blues on the second round instead of the Avalanche, I'll take that any day. Uh, there are there were a lot of memorable games this season. The comeback against Minnesota, the all the overtime games between the Blues, uh, all the Colorado games, and of course the um, the outdoor game that was it started very promising. It was beautiful the first period. The I wish I wish they won't give up, and I hope they try that again because it was such a great idea. The sun was the biggest enemy. It was melting the ice. If only it was a little bit more overcast, and I think it would have worked. But the, the the Lake Tahoe game was such a great idea. And I wish the Golden Knights will get another outdoor game soon. It was the only time they could have done it because there was no crowd. Obviously, they had to postpone. The, it, was, it was such a weird, weird day because they had to postpone the game and play it late in the night. And even though they got all the scenic views... With the reverse retro jerseys, which I love. The reverse retro jerseys for the Golden Knights is my favorite kits. The red and the whole ensemble for it. It just looks so good on TV. I also love the gold jerseys that they showed up with this. This season brought in so much variety in the Golden Knights uniforms, which was such a, a nice thing to see. The first three seasons, they only have the two uniforms and having some variety in the Golden Knights uniforms, which was really nice. Except for the gold buckets. I'm still not a fan. I wish they'll get rid of it, but they probably are not. Bill Foley loves it. So might as well. I'm not going to embrace it. I'm still, I still think it's bad. I think they still need to fix the gold because it doesn't match with the gold that they wear. So that was the season that was. It, it was such a crazy season. Lots of ups and downs. The Golden Knights had that 10-game win streak, which was amazing. They were so, which was the longest in franchise history. Uh, we started talking about maybe breaking the all-time wins record, which probably is like it was too early to talk about that in hindsight. But it was still fun to do. Uh, like I said, they're probably going to put an asterisk on it because we only play the Western Division teams, which a lot of the teams were bad. It's a very top-heavy team. Colorado and Vegas, I think, are top two, at least top, both of them, at least top five in the league. And uh, the Minnesota Wild is at least top ten. The Blues is up there too. They're above average, but the rest, they're they're just bad. They're bottom of the basement and. And they were just free points, to be honest with you. Now, I want to talk about the players now and how they performed and who I think were the top five best players, in my opinion, throughout the season. But first, I want to tell you about rockauto.com. With ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in traditional chain storefronts. 
Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey or LX or EX? And wait till the counterman orders the parts on his computer. Choose the only brand that warehouse happens to carry. You have computers to access rockauto.com at home or in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and price you prefer. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com This podcast is also brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, so you can track all the actions at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, Head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, and this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus or your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code Locked On. So I have my five stars of the season who i was gonna go with three stars but that's boring i there was three stars was too little there were so many good players that i wanted to include in this list and three was just not enough uh actually five was not enough there's a few more players that i wanted to add to this list but i kind of had to cut it off See number uh, and and number five was really tough for me because, like I said, I had to leave off a lot of players that I thought deserved the recognition. Now, this is just my opinion, and don't really take it as personally or or as an expert analysis. This is just players I thought really who I thought impressed, and one of my favorite uh, the the players I've enjoyed watching the most throughout the season and I thought contributed the most uh, throughout the season. And these guys can be interchangeable and there are, like I said, there are a lot of players that gets left out because I'm only picking five. And my number five guy is Alec Martinez, who is probably the most reliable and consistent defenseman in the team throughout the season. He leads the league in blocks shots, uh, if I got the stat right. And he also, I think, is tied for the most goals in the team as a defenseman. So he, he plays both sides, and he is a veteran, and he, and he has a leadership quality to him that really kind of helps bring out the players around him, especially playing with two rookies, with Zach Whitecloud and Nick Hay. He's there to mentor him. Uh, along with Petrangelo, and another player that's been learning a lot from him is, is, is Shea Theodore, who is my number four star. Shea Theodore has quietly and underratedly played his probably his best season as a Golden Knight. Like I said, 
if this game, this I mean, if this season would have been an 82 point season, he Shea Theodore would have shattered his career highs. He did break his career high in assists at 34, where his previous one was 33, but. His career high in points is 46, and he only has 42, and he played 53 games. Now, if this was he, if this was a full season, like I say, he would have shattered it. He's close to a point per game player, and I thought he had a little. He slowed down a little bit in the end there, but throughout the season, Shea Theodore was just getting a lot of offensive ability, offensive production, and and he's. His defense has gotten so much better. I remember back in the first year in 2017, especially during the finals, there were so many breakdowns in Shea Theodore's defensive game that really, uh, really frustrated me. And I thought he was one of the reasons we lost that finals. But that's that's a long time ago, and I want to go back to that. My number three is Max Pacioretty, who leads the team in goals even though he missed a few games just recently he has 24 and like i said he would have been for a 40 goal scorer for the first time in his career if he finished a se- if this was an 82 game season my number two is mark andre Fleury. he is one of the best goalies in the league um but i only have him at number two i i i I talked about Flurry just before, so I don't want to keep harping on how good he has been this whole season. He, he, I think he's the favorite for the Vesna. I think the Genix Trophy showed it. Amazing, amazing season for Flurry. But my number one guy is our captain, Mark Stone, who, who's been amazing. 61 points in 55 games, way over a point per game. Such a leader. So many clutch performances. I that that five point game against Minnesota. It 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 was it was it, this is just another. He took himself to another level. If Mark Stone doesn't win the Silky this season, it's a crime. I know there's Bergeron and there's Barkov, but a lot of people just still underestimate Mark Stone because he's a winger. And those are my five stars. If you have, if you have your opinions, and, and and let me know if you think I'm stupid and my my rankings is dumb on Twitter. Uh, if you uh, at some dude eighty eight. But though that's that's just my opinion. These are the guys I think contributed the most out of on the team. Uh, like I said, I lift out a lot of players like. Alex Petrangelo, who I thought had a good, a really good season, even though a lot of fans give him a lot of grief because of his slow start. I think Braden McNabb had a really good season. Alex Stuck wasn't mentioned. Of course, the Misfit line also had a really good season. But these are my top five guys, I think, in my opinion, who really meant a lot to the team. But that's about it. Tomorrow, I am go- we're going to find out who we're going to play in the playoffs tomorrow. And uh, that's what I'm going to be talking about. It's a playoff preview tomorrow. And check it out. 
I still don't know how to end a podcast. So um, thanks for listening and I'll see you guys tomorrow.